All right, all right, all right, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a special guest on with us today. The fall out of your chair, funny, uh, on stage master, crowd entertaining, Anthony <laughs> Mayo, baby. What's up, man? How are you? I love getting these kind of intros. Yeah, you know we do a big here on Chop Talk. Thank you so much for coming in, man. Where are you from? Tell, tell everybody. Thanks for having me, man. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, shout out Ohio. Shout out Cleveland. How is it out there? I guess. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I guess. <okay. laughs> oh, I mean, all right. I'm born right. and raised here, so I guess I got to rep it. Okay. Hey, man, wrap <laughs> it with the chest out. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. So, Where y'all at? We are from uh, Detroit, Michigan, baby. Metro Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Metro Detroit. Metro Detroit. Like right outside the city. Yeah, that's true. If I'm we, being honest, we be out that way sometimes to hit up the dispensaries. Bro, I be in Cleveland because uh, there's this fucking. Well, I haven't been in a while. Don't get me wrong, but there's this like super fat white bitch that I'd go fuck out that way, bro. <laughs> Big fat white bitch, dude. And it's only like an hour and twenty nine minute drive, you know. So when I was really, really feeling that. Fuck it. As long as you get a couple rounds in to make the trip worth it. Shoot the club up, baby. Feel <laughs> 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 oh, it. I feel wow. it. Wow. 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 So let me ask you this, my friend. How long have you been doing comedy for, man? How'd you know when, uh, I guess, how'd you know you had the gift of comedy? Like, when you're like, shit, man, I could really make a crowd of people laugh. Like, this is what I want to do. Um, like growing up, I was always really like into acting, but I used to like always watch stand up comedy, like Def Comedy Jam and all that. I used to always watch it. Big yeah, fan. and I never thought that I would really be good at stand up comedy. Uh, I always wanted to. I got into a relationship and forgot all about it. Uh, and then when I got, then when I got out of the relationship, I was back on it, but I didn't know where to begin. Like. Yeah, man. How'd you, how'd you go? How'd you go and and start it? How'd you figure it out, man? Cause you know, you're on stages now, baby. You're doing the shits. Well, what happened was, um, this dude, this dude randomly messaged me on Instagram and he was like, Hey man, I heard you was funny. He said, I'm starting a comedy show and I want you to be on it. You know, it's for amateurs and, you know, and I'm sitting here, I was like, wow. You know, I'm like, that's cool, but who sent you? Like, who told right. you I was funny? Like, right, right, right. Who sent but, you? <clears throat> yeah, he was like, you can do 10 minutes. You do 10 minutes. And I'm thinking at the time, I'm like, that's cool. I said, 10 minutes, that's nothing. Like, so did I thought. You, did you think it was a scam? You know, because I, you know, I got I got a couple people in my inbox who are like, yeah, you know, we're going to promote your podcast, yada, yada, yada. I'm having a hard time fall, falling for it. But I don't know. It could be true. I didn't know what to believe. That's what like, I'm I, I didn't know. Like, I mean, he sent me some details, so that's how I kind of figured it was cool. He told me where it was at. Okay. Uh, the website. Send right. send him a picture and a bio. I'm like, I ain't got none of that. Like, right. So you have to figure that shit out. Yeah, I sent him a random Facebook picture I had. Like, I ain't know nothing <laughs> about it. Like. And then I'm it, reading. Man. I went on a website and read the other people's bios that was gonna be on the show. And I'm like, I don't know if I fit on this because these people, I mean, I learned about bios, but these people uh <laughs> They sounded like they was like some polished comedians. Like I thought I was the only one that was new. But, like, <coughs> fresh on the scene kind of thing. Yeah. And I was writing jokes before that. Like I was still trying to write jokes just so when I was ready to get on stage, I'd be prepared. But 
I don't know, man. Ten minutes is a long time for a first time, man. Exactly. Anthony Mayo, I wanted to ask you that. So you, you're you obviously, like, privy with the aspect that people's first open mics are usually two to five minutes, man. Two to five minutes, man. Five. I, I went up there my first time. I went up there. It was already uncomfortable. It was, like, eight people in the crowd. And, oh, so it's, uh, like, telling it to, like, a bunch of fucking judges on a board. <laughs> yeah, man. And we standing on top of a pool table. They made a, they took the pool table, put a board on it, uh, and made a stage out of that. Yeah, it was crazy. That sounds a little unsafe, bro. And it was weird. I mean, it, they had a flat board. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I was yeah, scared. but you're a big dude to be on a pool table. Yeah, that's, that's and that's what I'm saying. And then, <laughs> we, like, way high up here, and everybody oh, way man. down there, that's and then the dude was in front of us recording too for the first time. Like, I should have started off with an open mic, but this show helped me out a lot. But um, I went up there and did like three minutes and stood there for the other seven. Like, I was gonna say, bro, that was my next. Oh, question. that's some real shit to say. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, that was I, my next question. Have you ever froze up on stage? Yeah, man, my first time. Oh. I uh, I did three minutes and I got I was bombing in the beginning, but I got one good laugh, like my first good laugh. And out of nowhere, my mind just went blank. Like I couldn't think of nothing. Like oh, that's I didn't so know what to scary. do. And I'm like, so I asked the dude recorded. I'm like, how much time I got left? He like five more minutes. I'm like, oh damn, no man. way. Oh you know? man. And I didn't know. I didn't at the time. I didn't know nothing, nothing about comedy because normally when you bombing like that or ain't got nothing, you supposed to just end your set. I just oh, stood okay. there. Yeah, you supposed to just end it. You should know when to end it if you ain't got nothing oh. or. But I, I stood there for seven minutes. Wow. I would stand there. Fuck that. They gave you the time to stand there. Figure it out. I, Who cares? I was like, so what y'all want to talk about? I said, like, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, didn't know what man. to say. I, I said, so, I'm getting through this time, though. Hell yeah, man. I always thought that it was like the Comedy Central shit where they had like a like a like a different color spotlight. They flash at you and be like, all right, man, you know, thank you guys so much for your time. You know, Houston, you've been so good. Yada, yada, yada. They do, but he's saying like if you were to be given a spot like Def Jam and you only had five minutes, right? And you just start standing there, they'd be like, "Get the fuck off the, like, stage. Yeah. the stage!" Yeah, yeah, that's like, so scary, bro. But it was cool. It was it was a good experience. It was a good first time experience, and I didn't feel discouraged. Like good. I actually feel motivated. I was like, "Dude, I got to come back and do this again, dude." Like I said, I got to do better next time. But I was gonna say, dude, it was probably some sort of rush when you first got your uh, your laugh, man. It's probably. Uh, you know, like highly addicting. Like, damn, man, I, I'm really doing this shit. Hey, Anthony, I got a question for you. Yeah, what uh, what race know. are you, bro? Are you mixed? Yeah, I'm mixed. You're mixed. I'm black and white. My grandma, okay. yeah, my, my grandma white. And okay. okay. People, people think I'm Dominican. I be in Dominican. I'm Dominican. Was, I'm Dominican. Okay, yeah. That's what people yeah. hit me with, man. They swear I'm Dominican. Yeah, funny. Not many so, Dominicans in Ohio, I don't think. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> Dominicans be, Dominicans be getting some girls, though, so I'll be playing it off sometimes. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get that little Dominican shuffle. That's hilarious. Like, Are you Dominican? Yeah. They be like, oh, no. Just like, Are you- I couldn't hear you. Say it again. Yeah, you broke up. When they ask me if I'm Dominican, I'll be like, you want me to be? Yeah. I, 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 I can be. I, I, can, I can identify as a Dominican. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you can. That's the funny part, man. That's crazy. So uh, what's what was your longest bit, would you say? Like, what's your longest, like, uh, on stage? Like, have you gone 40 minutes before? Like, what's what's the longest you've gone? The most I've done, I think, was, like, 36 that's impressive, man. I did like That's 36, impressive. but the most I did with just jokes, I, I can say I got about 30. I can do 30. 
Wow. Like straight jokes, like polished jokes. I mean, I could go, I could go up there and probably freestyle it and crowd work it out if I'd got to stretch the time. But like just straight polished jokes, I got about thirty minutes. Wow. So how do you how do you know a, a joke is considered polished? You know, like what 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 makes you think that? Like like this is the crowd, bro. The crowd. So it's all trial and error. Basically, like the way my mentor explained it to me, he he was he was just saying if you got a joke that can hit anywhere on any crowd, it's a good joke. That's so a, I, I got certain jokes right. that I know ninety percent of the time is gonna work, unless the crowd just not feeling me. I mean, I got jokes that no matter what race you are, like my yeah, what you about to do? Yeah, please, dude. That's what I'm saying. Right, yeah, I want to ask you a question because uh, all right, so. So like um so I've done stand up. I did stand up maybe like eight different times, right? And I only did a I only have, I only got five minutes of material, but I wanted to ask you because you're mixed. So I grew up in like a white area. A part of my bit, you know, I got like a little section that's all about like white girls loving black dick when you grow up in the white in a, in a white area. So when I mm -hmm. try to do that in a black crowd, bro, I get no laughs. Like the black girls hate it. Like they they shut it down on me. I tell that same joke in Canton, bro, at an open mic, and they fucking roar. They go crazy. They love it. Have you ever yeah. had any experiences like that? Being mixed, oh, like your takes are going to be different different sides of the race. Oh, all the time. Like so, like I try to write my or jokes this. like for. I try to write my jokes for everybody, but I mean, there's times where a joke can hit here on a black crowd and won't hit here, and it's just. It, it's the crowd though. It's not always you. Yeah. You know, you gotta. It's it's the crowd. Maybe they just. Maybe they don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> oh, for sure. Black girls don't want to hear yeah. about black guys fucking white girls. <laughs> but that's why. But that's why you. That's why. Like so. Like I learned throughout that because at first I just start. I started talking about just white people, but then I was like, I gotta mix it up and talk about both races and that'll balance it out. So like with your joke, if you just talk about white girls like a black dude, you can try to switch it up too. To try to balance it out so that maybe they, because maybe they don't want to hear that part, but they might want to hear another side of it. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. So, so you could, so you could talk about, since you, you could talk about how like white girls like the black dudes, and then you could talk about, um, you could switch it up and talk about how white dudes be getting black girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and then, that. and then when you balance it out, the crowd would be like, oh, okay, yeah. Hey, that's cool. Speaking of, speaking of white dudes getting black girls, I am on a Facebook dating app. Oh shit! And, uh, oh shit! I took it down, but uh, a couple days ago, I had the hottest black girl. Oh, she, she liked me and then messaged me first. That was out that's of generally how it happened, though. You white people be getting the baddest black girls. <laughs> like real shit. Like that shit. Like y'all be getting the baddest. Oh, That's so then, funny. And then he started. He started off with our rep. Like, see, black people got a rep of just like a big fat white bitches. Like, <laughs> he came right on stage and said that instantly. I'm like, oh man, you can check my but, stats. So mine aren't fat. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> just no. <nah, it's>, <laughs> you good? I ain't judging. That's hilarious. She was not that much. But, but no, most of the time, white people do be getting some badass black girls. I was like, damn. Oh, for sure. And they be having, they'll be like a lawyer black girl, too. Yeah, you I know was, what I mean? Yeah, man. They be, yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, man. Boring when she was like, hey, hey. I was damn. like, oh, hey, how are you? Run it up. Yeah. You got to play your cards right, though, man, because the black girls, man, they, they a challenge. Hey, man. A challenge, baby. What's that? They a challenge, but if you play your cards. I did that one right? time. One time, I, I was with a black girl. One time, I dated a black girl named Tracy for 
two years and it was the hardest thing I've ever tried. Like everything is a fight. They want to fight. And like, uh, if you know what I mean? Like, like if they, if they got leftovers, right. And you will go buy them new food, but you're so hungry. You eat their leftovers. It's world war three, bro. It's they world wanted, war they wanted like the their restaurant closed down or something. They make it sound like the restaurant closed down and they can never get it again or something. <laughs> I'm like, Ew, bro. I could go get you another double cheeseburger. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Uh, I can make you a better one. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. No, I feel that though, man. But I mean, in all honesty, it's just, I don't know. I think it's women as a whole. I mean, they just handle things, each race handle things differently. Agreed. But for the most part, women is women, man. They're going to all do the same shit. They all nag and do all that. You just got to find the right. Crazy <laughs> but how crazy are you willing to accept is like Yikes. how I feel like that's like how you think about yourself, actually. Like if you so like if a girl's crazy, like, you know what I mean? Like she rips the signs that you put up in the hallways down. That's a type of crazy or like grab a knife and try to swheel it at you. Crazy. Those are two yeah, different man. types of crazy. I had I had one threaten to kill my bearded dragon because oh, I wouldn't yeah. argue. Because oh, I wouldn't argue yeah. back with her. She got mad because I wouldn't argue back with her. She threatened to kill my dragon, not me. Wow. <laughs> I was like, shit. An innocent bystander. Oh. He did nothing to you. <laughs> wow. Insane. Wow. And that's what made me trigger. I was ignoring her the whole time. As soon as she said, I'm about to stab your lizard, I was like, okay, now you want to argue. Let's do oh, you want to fight? All right, <laughs> now you want to play. <laughs> it's funny, man. I don't know. Relationship's cool, though. Yeah, if you, yeah, find the right one. Good luck with the black chick, man. What's up? Good luck, good luck with the black chick. Yeah, I, del- I deleted the whole app, though. That's the thing. I, I wasn't ready for the whole app. Wow. I got scared, man. I got scared. I she, probably, man she probably would have did some crazy things to you. You ain't used to, man. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> right. well, that's cool. So let me ask Sorry, you. you probably saved yourself. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of slash tires, a couple of slash wounds. Bro- broken. broken. And, and the whole family Windows. coming after you and shit. Like, like she bring the whole family. Yeah, her brothers, her brothers showing up, y'all. Oh, no. She got like 10 brothers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Chaldeans where the cousins show up? No, they'd be her black brothers because she's black. Bro, no, I was, I was, I remember I was, uh, if you don't ever fight a Chaldean. Oh, they do the same shit. Don't ever fight a Chaldean. They're the same shit. Here's the thing. You might win the fist fight, but they'll, they'll call their cousins and, you know, 10 <laughs> fucking suburbans <laughs> will come up. And all of a sudden, all these fucking people are out. You know, they're that they're, they're notorious. That actually happened to me one time. It was the scariest thing in the entire world. It's like, don't you have jobs? How do you afford these escalates? How do you have time to pull up any time? What do they do to afford those escalates, man? It's unbelievable, fucking guys. And they always get black escalates. <laughs> they get everything that black people do. They everything that black people do is what they. I swear to God, they it's copy they it. Do. They copy it. They go, they whoop, whoop, carbon copy. Oh, I man. mean, why not pull up in like another color or something? Like, I mean, <laughs> black is like like the standard color to to, to make sure it's legit. Like, oh, I know. Man. So, when you go on stage for shows, do you smoke? Do you smoke weed? Get drunk? What do you do? Everybody, I, um, I just I I'm trying to work on like not being like so high on stage. Yeah, because like these weeds be hitting hard sometimes, and like my mouth, I'm like the cod mouth be kicking in and. Oh yeah, and just I be lazy. Like I, I'm an energetic comic, 
on stage. So like I try to smoke like an hour before. So by the time I get on stage, I'm like perfectly mellow. Like mm. yeah. Man, I fucked around one time, smoked way too much weed before a podcast. I one time. <laughs> I ruined Come on. It, bro. Ruined the content. I don't believe it. I, I know it was more than one. Yeah, it was it's it's hard it's hard for me to do podcasts. So I, I like to I like to uh think I'm Joe Rogan sometimes. Uh hey, I wanted to ask you since you do stand up, uh what is like what is your presence in the digital diaspora or have you thought about that? Like you know how people do specials, people have their stand-ups on reels, TikTok. Do you do those type of things or what's up? No, I, I tried TikTok when it first came out. I made a couple of videos, but I never like stuck with it. I don't know, man. I'm I'm trying to. Is comedy changed a lot? So now, I mean, that's the thing now. The TikToks, the videos, and yeah, buddy, it, it's something you got to adapt to. And I'm just, I, I don't know where to begin. I mean, I thought Ooh. about it. You know, I I thought about it, and I want to do it. I just don't want to be right. known as an internet comic, though. That's the thing. Oh, you like don't. I do it. But I don't want to be known as an internet guy. If I was, if I was a stand-up comedian, I'd I'd have a fear in the back of my head that if I if I did that, people would just take my jokes and remix them because they're they're out there for the world to see. You know, from what I understand, a lot of like big-time comics, like you're not allowed to like bring your not allowed to bring your phone there. Oh, that's yeah. because they're doing a special though. Oh, okay. So well, they're going to drop that, it online and, eventually. And for the reasons like you don't want to put your jokes online or like that. Like you want to you want to do the online thing separately from like your stand up thing, because it's like like the online, like with the online, if, if people see all your jokes, they don't have a need to come see you live. They don't have to come see you if they know your jokes already. Yeah, that's you why I, I was saying you got to just do a like it's a special. So like, let's say you have a 30 minute bit, you record it like, you know, um, there's actually a place Ryan was telling me there's a place over near the comedy club that he goes to that like you go in the room. And you you record your comedy special there, and then you got to throw that bit away, and then it's about marketing that piece of art online. And you're right; really? the next time you go in, you have to have all new material. That would be tough. But that's what Dave Chappelle has done. If you guys have seen any of his Netflix stuff, he can't do that no more. Any person who's a real large comic, actually, they do. They give it away as soon as they make a special. It's done. They got to make new shit. That's why they're worth millions of dollars because they could just come up with new shit. It takes years. It takes years. Yeah, that's it an takes actual, years. That's an actual. It takes years. It's usually one bit per year if you're a fire ass comic, bro. I would agree. That'd be like agree. it because you got to work it out. You got to go and you know go to a small place, work it out, fuck it up. Yeah, and my little comedy Bible book, it, you know, it say every twelve out of every twelve jokes, only one of them is gonna be good. Mm, ask him <clears> about <throat> Kill Tony. What about Kill Tony? Do you know about Kill Tony? You know about Kill Tony? Yeah, I, I I hear about it, but I don't, I ain't never like really got into it, but I know about it. Like that's the trampoline. That's the trampoline, man. If you really want to make, if you want to skyrocket, like let's say you don't want to do anything online, and if you do, let me know because that's actually what I like specialty. And if you ever want to try to like make a Basically, like a strategy where you're not going to feel like you're getting jipped out of your shit. Let me know. But oh, I got you, man. Kill Tony, though, bro. Kill Tony is a 60 second, you know, uh, open mic for any person that goes to Austin, Texas. And oh, if really? you, yeah, bro, if you if you do good, the first one, scoop you up. they offer you a paid sh- a paid position on Thursday at the spooky show. So that's 400 bucks. And then they'll have you come and try again, you know. Oh shit! I'm about to look into that. Look into <laughs> it. Know, I mean, oh, that'd be sweet. That's what's up. 
Yeah. So do you know, did you, uh, did, did you know Ryan Brown? You know that guy? No. Oh, okay. I thought you guys knew each other. Some strange. No, I don't, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I have no clue. I just thought you did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he thought that you knew Ryan Brown. I know Ryan Brown. So Ryan Brown was, uh, what, what's, tell him, tell him Ryan, Ryan Brown's a stand-up comic from like the Detroit area. I mean, he he go he goes he does stand up in Ohio. He does a paid set in Ohio. So yeah. and it's Cleveland, right? It was Cleveland, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean you're gonna automatically know him because it's like I don't know how it is for you, but at least here, like we all know each other from like uh the open mics that we first went to. Like I met Ryan at my open and then you stick with your crew, right? Like yeah. that's usually how it works. <clears throat> so that's, yeah. that's how the, that's how that's how you get into the circle. Go to open mic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, uh, yeah, I mean, open mics. Is open other, mics. You don't just open go. mics is a good way to network with other comics for sure. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Ryan does this comedy. Um, it's like a class, if you will, but it's not a class. We just it's everyone who's a comic. You sit in a very small room, and we gotta yeah. we gotta do all our new content in front of very judgy, critical people, and then we tear each other down and like. Like, there's a part of mine where I'm talking about, like, being Dominican in the suburbs. I'm like, I was like, I fucking sucked at basketball. They wanted me to play. I was fat. Like, you know, and like homeboy was like, he was like, oh, you're Dominican. Why don't you say baseball? And I'm like, oh, you're right. Like, because my real experience was basketball. But Dominicans play baseball. It makes it funnier. And that's like, that, I don't know. It's fire, bro. It's fun. That's, not, that's good, though. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> How many open mics did you say you went to until you felt like? You're like, yo, I can actually do this for a living. Oh, it took a lot. It took a lot. Like me, like me and my people, we used to grind. It took a lot. I mean, we was trying to hit as many mics as we could, like before COVID and shit. We was hitting three mics a night if we could. That's if they, they was running that many, they they used to run a lot of mics. And then at one point, you was able to hit a mic at least every day before the weekend. You know, because the weekend they don't do well. We don't do a lot of mics on the weekends, like. That's that's the paid professional shows, but during the week you can hit a mic anywhere from Sunday to Thursday. Wow. And some of some like Tuesday was the day they had three different mics going on, so you could hit three different ones. You know, so I mean, we was grinding hard. It took a lot, I and I mean, I never. It took me a long. I'm just now getting comfortable. Like I've been I've been comfortable for maybe about a couple months now. <laughs> so for for each bit that you do, like for I, let me let me let me say this better. For each uh, open mic that you do, you have to come up with new with new shit, right? You can't just run it back. No, no you can run it back. Oh, you can run it back. No, no, no. Do you want me? You, you want to explain it? You yeah, can explain. I don't, it. I don't know. I don't know anything about comedy. Okay, so look, so 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 here's the thing. So like, open mics is good to try new jokes, mm-hmm. and it's also good to polish jokes because I mean, you can work on your delivery and you can come up with different punchlines. It's just a good way to 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 play with it. But for the most part, you really want to keep doing. I recommend keep doing the same set. The more you do it, the more polished it is, the better your delivery. Off the tongue, right. Yeah. And you can tell and you start talking. It, it makes it more conversational as you get the joke out. You know, you want it to be as conversational as possible. You don't want to make it sound like a joke. That's you know, make point. it sound conversational. That's a good point. That's a good point. And or, if, or if joke. You, like if that's the kind of strict kind of comic you are, right. you know, yeah. it's what you play. It's what yeah. you play. Yeah. It's, it's like it's your role, you know, your role. Who would you have you ever done any? Uh, have you ever opened for anybody? Any any kind of cool person? Oh, yeah. I opened for uh, I got to open my first time at the Improv in Cleveland. I got to open for Tony Woods. Ooh. You know who that is? 
I do. That's, that's fucking that's, that's fucking cool. Really? Yeah. Uh, See, you know, doesn't Dave Chappelle live in Ohio too? He does live in yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. I know that he's building like a restaurant slash comedy place over wherever he lives. You should definitely check Yellow that Spring. out. I think it's Yellow Spring. Yeah. Is that far from you? I don't know. I got to look it up. Oh, it's a monster, bro. Bro, this this trans girl that I saw in Ohio, bro, yeah. th- she was like five hours away. Bro, I was like, what? If only you could just fucking fold Ohio in half. Five hours? Ah. Uh-huh. So yo, that's yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, um, I'm like three to four hours from uh Cincinnati. I'm like three and a half hours from Cincinnati. He's Cleveland, right? He's in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm in you're, Cleveland. The, you're the you're close to us. He's only like an hour maybe. and twenty away from us, right? Yeah, I'm not too. I'm not. Yeah, yeah Detroit is like maybe close to two hours, maybe. Yeah, you had some shit in Canton, right? Yeah, because Canton's really close to you. Yeah, Canton is about an Canton is exactly an hour away from me. That's not bad. That's Lansing for us. So, like, Belleville, Roseville, all those places in Michigan are real, real close to that. Okay. Do you ever, do you ever hit Mike's over in here? Ypsilanti. Even. No, I haven't yet. Okay. I, don't really go, I don't really go to Mike's no more. What are you doing? Like, I, I practice at home now. Okay. So, so, here's my thing. So, I, I, I have a 30-minute set that I'm comfortable with. Sure. So, now it's all about tagging up and work. So like me going to open mics, I mean I, I I hit up open mics every now and then, but a lot of times it's not beneficial because I, I know a lot of the comics here and I'm real cool with a lot of comics. And they laugh at me just because it's me. Mm-hmm. And that don't let you know if your joke is funny or not because it's like you get you think it's funny right. because they're laughing, but then you get in front of a real crowd and they're like, that's stupid. Nice. Like, so I mean, to me, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to say don't go to open mics. You know, go and it's good to network. It's great to meet comics. It's just me personally. I just rather just sit at home. I practice in front of my stuffed animals, so what and people you, laugh at me when I say that. Right? Stuffed animals, I love it. People, but people laugh at me when I say that. But then I tell them, I, I tell them how beneficial it is and how it helped me. Because when I'm practicing in front of my stuffed animals, they don't laugh. That's okay, true. so it's like I'm bombing the whole time. Like I'm so that. used to bombing. I like that. That's slick. You know, and it's like when I get in front of a real crowd, it's like, okay, let's do this. Because now, and then if if a joke bombs, it don't affect me because I'm used to bombing at home all the time. Like, Absolutely. No, that's that's a pretty solid strategy. All right. That's just yeah. what it is. I mean, but I'm not I'm not trying to say mics are bad. It, I just don't go to them. Sure. I, I might go to one every now and then. If I write a fire joke and I'm like, nobody's heard this. And I know this is fire. I'll go to a mic and try it out. Mm. Okay. But uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so, right. what about this one? What's the biggest opener you've ever like you've ever done? How many like crowd wise? Um, something come up. I want to say sold out. It sold out at the Empire. It was like three hundred people. A lot. That's a ton. That's a lot, man. A it's a lot, and the laugh is a lot different when you got three hundred people laughing at once. Like, is that a uh, is that a paid gig? Yes. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, any comedy club is, is going to be paid. It's all professional and all that. Any comedy club. When did you get your first paid gig, man? That's um, Holy shit. <laughs> actually, actually, the first time I got paid, I didn't even know I was getting paid. What happened was I did this weird, we did a weird show. It was a show. I was still new, and he explained it to me. He said, while you're on stage, you're going to tell jokes, and people are going to throw plastic tomatoes at you. 
Like if they think you're bad or not funny or they they pay, it's a way they made money too. They they pay a dollar for a tomato yeah. and they can throw yeah. it at you while you on stage. Oh, that's interesting. So I got hit. So I'm on stage trying to tell jokes and they intentionally throwing tomatoes at me. Wow. Like and you know, and I got off the stage. I'm like, that was weird trying to tell jokes with tomatoes. But the dude came up to me and handed me twenty eight dollars. And I was like, what's this for? And he was like, that's how many tomatoes got thrown at you. Wow. So we got paid a dollar. We got they paid a dollar to throw tomatoes at us. And every time they paid a dollar, we get paid that dollar. That's uh I think that's pretty, pretty cool. That's a pretty cool thing to do, man. That teaches you uh... I wish I would have knew though, because I would have bombed even harder. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the way they <laughs> well, I think that's like a that could be like a mental, a mental, you know, trick to make you so you don't bomb. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, they're, like they was intentionally trying to hit me in the nuts and shit. Like it was bad. Like, like they was petty. Yeah. I mean, they paid a dollar. They paid a dollar. Honest, they paid their dollar. dollar though. Yeah, man. Yeah. Name for your neck. Baby. But I mean, that was the first time. <laughs> that was the first show I ever got paid for. I mean, the first time I knew I was getting paid. I think I was like six months in. Mm. I was six months in. My mentor took me on the show with him, and we got and I got paid for that. Wow. So your mentor was uh, Dave Chappelle's dude. Oh no, that's just who I opened for. I, I oh, wish. Okay, okay, okay. I'm cool with him, though. I mean, he did give me some advice and all that. No, my mentor, he was at my first show, like the first show I ever did that that I bombed really hard. Yeah. He was there. He was standing outside. I told him I was a comedian. It's my first time. And he started laughing at me. He was like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> and, yeah, he already knew I was about to bomb. Uh, but uh, after, I got, after I got on stage, he, he took me under his wing, man. He was like, you know, he said, I, I like your. He said, I like your attitude. You know, you wasn't discouraged. You know, you right. went up there positive and, you know, so he, so, I mean, so we, we started talking and then like, he started putting on shows like two months later and he put me on his first show that he threw and I actually did good the second time. Dude, man, that's pretty, that's pretty neat. That's, that's really something. And, and, and like with me, so a lot of people start off um, doing five minutes, like I said, Sure. But like with me, when he was doing his shows and putting me on his shows, I had to do 10. Like he just threw me out there and said, do 10 minutes. Like You're thinking or swimming, baby. This is it. Yeah, he just threw me out there, man. But it made me stronger as a comedian, though. Like cause now I'm out here starting off doing 10 minutes. Like, So have you ever done anything like that? 10 minutes? Uh, I had a mentor and comedy scene oh so i no, i have no mentor ryan ryan ran that group and that group of uh comedians i'd say was the close is the closest thing that i had for that but i i've done i've done one paid set in grand rapids and that was for like 150 people it was supposed to be 15 minutes i lasted 12 minutes but they paid me before it was 150 bucks oh wow so what happened after the 12 minute mark you kind of just like shit was they mad? Was me? they mad that you did twelve? Oh uh, no, he wasn't mad at all. He didn't. He didn't say anything, honestly, about that. He said. Oh. I, he said I did good. He said, he, like, I kill white crowds. I hate to say this. Like, it's a bad thing. It's like you said. I need to work on my material because I have like a lot of racial humor that kills white crowds. And literally, I can't fucking touch a black crowd, bro. Ooh. I have a racist joke like that too. That black crowds get offended at. And I'm, <laughs> it's a racist joke if I talk about y'all want to hear it. I tell yeah, you, I definitely want to hear it. I do. Yeah, so what it is is uh, I talk about being a nurse because I'm a nurse, oh. like outside of comedy. So yeah. I talk about being a nurse and I got dementia patients <clears throat> and 
you know, people think that people with dementia is like completely out of it and they're not. Like they remember certain things and like racism is one of the things. Oh God. Racism is one of the things I remember. So I said, my my client, she walked up to me and told me some messed up stuff. She said, hey, I need your help with something that's perfect for a black man like you. I said, what's that? She said, I need you to pick the cotton out of my medicine bottle. So funny. That's my joke. So so the first time I told that joke on stage, the crowd got so offended. They didn't know if they should laugh. They're like, oh, so I had to clean it up real quick. I changed the mood after offending them. I was like, so y'all know what I did? I turned her oxygen off. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good saying. I'd be like, yeah. she's cool. She's still on hospice and shit. And they laugh at that. And then I'd be like, then I'd be like, <clears throat> and I, now here's another thing. I, I just started messing with the crowd's mind. So after I tell that joke, I'd be like, it's cool. She's still on hospice. I said, if she died, when I do the paperwork and it say cause of death, I'm going to just say, COVID. So, <laughs> so it's funny when I say that, when I say that, the crowd gets offended that I said that. They be like, oh. Wow. So I'm like, so I, I put them on blast. I be like, wait a minute. Y'all laughed at the racist joke, but y'all, COVID is where it stops? Like, that's, that's too funny. And then oh. they start laughing. I'm like, don't laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. But I cannot, I can't tell that racist joke in front of a black crowd. They get so salty at it. Like, and I'm like, chill. Like, I'm trying to tell y'all this is my life. It ain't like I'm just out here spitting racist jokes. But this is what happened. Like, this is Man. nurses' lives. Nurses go through. I'm sure nurses can tell worse stories than that. I believe it. Like, I believe it. That's my life. When you deal with racist people, you got to deal with it. Like, yeah. I think, it's a, I think it's a funny joke. The world is just too sensitive nowadays. Very sensitive. That's a, very, that's a funny ass joke. I don't care. Nobody says a funny joke. But it really depends on the crowd. That's what I'm saying. It's the crowd, bro. It is the crowd. It's the crowd. Wow. So, like, white people go crazy for the joke. Like, I say it. They're the best. They're the, they'll let you talk shit about them, they'll let you yeah. talk shit about yourself. You can just go in with the white crowd, bro. That's my number one joke. I love talking about white people to the white crowd. I, I And then being, like, darker, it's easier to really play it off with them. Because I talk about having white friends. and Yeah. I talk about that. I compare them and black people together a little bit. Uh, it's pretty funny. I think that's hilarious. White crowds are real. But hey, man. White crowds are fun. But actually, I'm not going to lie, though. Like, white crowds are fun. But black crowds are still my favorite. Because, oh. like, if you... <laughs> With black people, if you get them laughing, if you can get them laughing, they laugh hard. So hard. Like they, they laugh hard yeah. and they don't stop. Like you have to sit there and wait for them to stop. Oh my like, god. If you get them people, laughing, it's crazy. When you get white people That's laughing, beautiful. they laugh really hard and then they come to a complete stop. <laughs> <laughs> they laugh really hard and come to a complete stop. Like next joke. <laughs> Let's laugh some more. That's true. That's true. Black people, yeah. you gotta, but so I don't know. I like mixed crowds. I like when it's half black, half white. Oh, that sounds then, wonderful. I'd have to go to Ann Arbor or something. <laughs> then it's fun. Oh man, oh man. I had a uh I had an Indian dude. Was he Indian? He was Indian or Arabian or something. He came up to me after the show. <laughs> so different. Yeah, <laughs> right. He came up to me after the show. He was like, Man, I love how you like to talk about white and black people. He was like, Why you don't talk about us Arabian people? <laughs> Oh snap! <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know. And then he tried to crack a joke. He was like, 
what you think we're gonna blow something up or something? Yeah, that's what I was thinking in my head was because I don't want you to bomb the place. I was like, I was like, hey, you, I was like, hey, you said it, bro. I said you said it, bro. I didn't say it though, but I said yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's why she gonna blow up the bus. Hey man, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up over here. We're running out of time, so oh, that's cool. Uh, it's been really great talking to you, man. Uh, oh yeah, fuck yourself, fuck yourself, fuck yourself. Oh yeah, man. Y'all can follow. Is any y'all can follow me? Uh, follow my Instagram. It's um Anthony Mayo underscore comedy, Boom. and that's where I post all my shows and video clips of me on stage. Sometimes, I mean, my Facebook is cool too. I, I just be talking shit on Facebook, but ah, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. But my Instagram is where I post all my material. That's like my my flyers and all that. That's that's yeah, like yeah, my yeah. comedy. All right, your promo, your promo. And then I'm going to be, I don't know where, man. I got to let y'all know, but I'm going to be in Michigan uh, in May, May May 6th and 7th, I think. Whatever that weekend is, I'm going to be in Michigan them two days at some resort. Ooh. So I got to let y'all, we'll yeah, I got to let y'all know where it's at. It. If it's close to y'all, man, y'all can come through, man. It'd be cool yeah, to meet you. Let me great. know, man. Awesome, man. I smoke with y'all the eight day. Hey, there you go, there you go. All right, brother. Hey, it's been real. Hey man, thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Keep up the good yeah, work. Yeah, thank I'm you. Tell everybody about y'all show, man. Oh, thank you. Thank y'all, some you. Cool ass, y'all some cool ass people, man. Oh, chop talk, Detroit. baby, chop talk. That's it. That's it. I ain't, I ain't gonna come down here. <laughs> hey, wait, before y'all go, yeah. did y'all try um mom spaghetti yet? That's Eminem's spot. No, no, not sir. Yet. Not yet. Y'all ain't been there yet. No, not yet. When the when the hype died down, I stopped caring. I'm not gonna lie. I'm being <laughs> yeah. honest. I'm just lie. curious. I'm just curious. Like, should I drive out there and try this shit? You definitely should. <laughs> definitely should. Yeah. We should do a food review one. Put them on, on blast. Monetize it. Yeah, there you go. Let me see, man. All right, All right man. Y'all been cool, so man. Thanks. All right. Yep.